Ugh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this movie? <laughs> I'm Ben Farmer, and I'm a cinephile. And I'm Megan Carver, and I'm a cine newbie. We watch all kinds of movies and let you know... If you should bother watching them, too. So, welcome to So I Married a Cinephile. How was your day? It was good. Yeah. Today, well, we just spent the day together today. We did. So, like, I'm, I mainly asked that question right. for the audience's sake. I know so how your day went. It makes it seem like we're not recording these one right after the <laughs> other. Literally, No. Because who would do that? Because who would do that? Right. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't record two episodes back to back. Ever. Just to cover time and get ahead a week. That would be dishonest. That's not smart at all. I don't believe you. Gross. Yeah. No, it was nice. I mean, again, I'm just getting used to the idea of having like two full days off. When was the last time you had a Saturday and a Sunday completely to yourself? I, I... I, and, 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 and I want to say the last time that that happened was probably before I got hired at Bombfell. Yeah. Because so I been, worked on Sundays when I worked for Bombfell. So it's been like a year and a half? A little, probably a little bit longer than that. Longer than that. Yeah, probably almost two years since because I've had both a Saturday and a Sunday off. I can't even remember the last time you had a full No, it's been a very long time. And I always have weekends off. Right, so, so you're like, welcome back. Isn't this amazing? <laughs> remember? Last night no, I was don't. like, what are you going to do tomorrow? It's like, I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. know so like, today was lovely. We got to do... Lots of domestic stuff. Yeah, like we rearranged our apartment for the fifth time. Yeah. Although this was like a smaller move. Yeah. And we went to the gym, and I made yummy food, mm. and we played with our dog. Did laundry, reorganized our linen closets. You reorganized the linen closet. I reorganized I'm going to tell closet. you right now, it doesn't matter like how organized it is and how beautiful it is. Uh-huh. I'm still going to have difficulty finding anything the next time <laughs> I open that. Well, unless you need like wood oil or shoe glue or anything like that look the police are coming because it's so hyper organized <laughs> that they're worried <laughs> they're worried for your safety and mine you did too good of a job mr farmer you're coming this with us. seems a bit suspicious for your linen closet to be disorganized i don't know why i'm doing a chicago accent it's because it's jj bittenbinder <laughs> from detective jj bittenbinder is it jj bit i'm thinking jj abrams i think it's jj bittenbinder. bittenbinder i put them yeah. together you can go and laugh that ridiculous. sounds amazing <laughs> the new star wars J.J. Abrams was directed by J.J. Directed by J.J. Bittenbinder of the Chicago Police Police Department. He hit his actors with a phone book when he got frustrated. Because it doesn't leave bruises. (laughs) So yeah, good day. Yeah. Got a lot done. And uh, didn't have to wander far from home. No, which was very nice. Speaking of hometown pride. There you go. Yeah, does that work? Yeah, because we didn't do one for the last one. That's good. I think we did, though. No, we didn't. It wasn't as clever. It was just more like, yeah. Yeah, So anyways, we we watched watched a movie. movie. (laughs) Like, that's all it was. There wasn't, like, a nice segue, which that was. Oh, and I'm also excited, too, because in the... the summer, we get to actually, like, travel and go home. That's right. That's brand new to yeah. me. I can't remember the last time. And we may time. even do a podcast while we're there. That would be that fun. That would be a bad idea. Yeah. Because from... it's going to be for around the 4th of July. Yeah. So we could do, I don't know if there's a Independence, Independence Day. Well, I've watched Independence Day. I have too. It's been a really long time. Yeah. 
If there's a if there's a Fourth of July or like Independence Day movie that you feel we should watch, not Born on the Fourth of July. That's a little too on the nose. Okay, well then not that, which <laughs> I haven't seen that. So, but not that apparently. A little too. On uh, the nose. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, we like hearing from you guys. I'm sure there's some celebratory patriotic. Have you seen the Patriot? Yes, I've I've seen the Patriot with you. You have a couple of times. Yeah, you didn't remember when you saw Legend with me. No, it you're was just still too mad. At, that was yesterday, Ben. I'm not. That over was it, yesterday. The, no, <laughs> this is the splinter that will forever be wedged in our marriage. Yes. That you will just bring up every once in a while and be like, "Hey, I love you. Remember when you remember forgot that, that you watched Legend?" <laughs> and that hurt my feelings. Uh, yes, very badly. Very badly. I got extremely upset. Speaking of getting hurt very badly. <laughs> there you go. Two! We watched Joey Rocky! Rocky. Yeah. 1976 Rocky. Yo, Adrian! The first. Yo! Yeah, yeah he's great. Adrian! Uh, I'm gonna talk like that Per IMDb on. plot breakdown, a small-time boxer get a supremely rare chance to fight a heavyweight champion in a bout in which he strives to go the distance for his own self-respect. A regular Hercules. Bam. Starring, of course, Sylvester Stallone in the title role. Talia Shire, you may know from The Godfather, playing Constanza Connie Corleone. Burt Young playing her brother Polly. Carl Weathers playing Apollo Creed. And, of course, Burgess Meredith as Mickey. Of course. The man who trains Rocky. I have done it all. Oh, yes. and special shout out to Joe Spinell. Who was also in The Godfather. He played Willie Chi-Chi. Oh, that's right. Who's one of Michael Corleone's... Right. Uh, Stooges? Yeah. Stooges. I don't know. <laughs> the, the mob <laughs> is, <laughs> is famous for calling their men Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, directed by John G. Alvidson, who also directed The Karate Kid, which Megan is famously famous I am, for hating. I Yes, people who don't know me go, you're Megan Carver. Oh, you're you the, hate Karate Kid. Oh, I heard about you. you're the only one in the country you. who hates the Karate Kid. That's, That's right. amazing. I think I, I saw you in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, yeah. Uh, Can we take a galore. selfie? Accolades galore for this film. For those of you who haven't seen it again, the plot breakdown, uh, I mean, pretty you, simple. That's pretty solid, yeah, what you just said, Brian so. D.B. You got this sort of neighborhood guy who's kind of just schlepping through life. Well, and it's not He's approaching 30. It's not through anything that he, like, it's not like he's fallen from grace, like he's done something terrible. He's just sort of in a shitty neighborhood and never really found a way to get out. And the way that he gets by is by boxing Mm. at club matches and by being the muscle behind, like, people who need to... What was it? A lone he, horse? Yeah, he, a lone horse? What's the name? The Lone Ranger? Lone, no, what? like L-O-A-N, like a lone. A shark. Lone shark. Lone octopus. Lone. <laughs> a lone squirrel. Lemur. Lone, He's... It's an animal. I am all over the place. <laughs> you really I am all over Jesus the place. Christ I'm fine with sale. it. It's because my body's not horse? used to exercising <laughs> for more than one day. <laughs> you... That would be great. You tell no, people. Let's <laughs> let's make that up though. That a horse comes over and says, "Hey, <laughs> or you owe him some money." You would ride a horse. You would ride a horse. You need a specific horse to go track this. Right. As soon like as they hear the clop, 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 right. they're like, "Oh fuck! It's the lone <laughs> oh, horse! Fuck, it's the lone horse! Hide me in the closet! Uh, give me some oats so I can distract him!" <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. So he becomes a lone shark, goes after people. No, he, does, he doesn't become a lone shark. Oh, he works for he a, works lone, for a shark. lone shark. He works for a lone shark. He's the muscle. He's an enforcer right. who goes around and breaks people's thumbs if they don't pay the lone shark Right. Back. So that's how he makes his living and gets yeah. through. But again, it, I, I feel like it should be pointed out that, yes, he is an amateur boxer, but he's also not living up to his full potential. He's been no. boxing for a decade. And he's still right. doing these matches in, like, church basements and shit yeah. like that. If he wins the fight, he makes, like, 50 bucks. And after taxes and manager fee, towel, shower, whatever, he That's gets, like, standard. 25 of that? That's what I, yeah. That's how my residuals actually turn out. Right. You know, <laughs> that kind of makes me want to $5 for a shower. I'm like, okay. I had a $150 check, and I got 70 of it. How did right. that happen? Right. Uh, anyway, still But next. he, yeah, so he does that, and then basically what happens is that uh, there's this other boxer, mm-hmm. Apollo Creed, yes. who is like a like the most professional of the professional. Well, he's boxer. the heavyweight champion of the world. Right, like he's he's won the title, won the belt. He's literally on top of the world, the best boxer in, in at least Ever. in the United States yes. is concerned. Right. But he's all about flash and pomp and the showmanship of it. And Apollo has this match coming up where he has to defend his title, but his opponent, right. like... No one wants to fight him. Oh, no, that's right. His opponent... His opponent, like, breaks his wrist yeah, or something like that. Yeah, he, like, that. can't fight anymore. So and so they no have to find to a new fight fighter... In five weeks. In five weeks, because this is, like, the big New Year's Day bicentennial fight that right. Apollo's, like, making this big show about. Right. And they, f- they flip through this, I don't know, this book of boxers that people right. have on their desk. Which, I love that. It's like a phone book <laughs> of boxer, boxers. The boxer Bible. And like they all, they have information too about like, well, which which hand do they fight with, and what do they tend to do, and right, like, right. what's their fate, what's their uh, astrology which sign, is, which and, is cool, I guess. You know, I'm and, not fighting a Sagittarius. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. They get to like page ninety two, and they find this guy, the Italian stallion Rocky Balboa, who, because of his name, you can put that on a billboard. Right, you know? and so Apollo he's like, Creed let's do it. Italian stallion. That's pretty much it. That's his only reason. And, and Creed's angle is that, okay, let me fight this guy because this is like the day that America was discovered. Apparently, Amer- America, America was discovered on New Year's Day? January 1st, is that I, when don't, I don't Washington know. Washington crossed the I don't like, know. We were supposed happen? to look that up and we didn't. And we didn't. History began on July 4th, 1776. Everything before that was a mistake. But, uh, so his argument is, let me fight this Italian guy because America was technically discovered by Italians by an Italian. and the show promoter's like I love it we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna, gonna, gonna put him in we're gonna do it this fight's gonna happen we're gonna do it see so Rocky essentially gets this literally this rare one in a million chance of a lifetime to go up against the heavyweight champion of the world mixed in with that is his own sort of struggle of can I live up to this? Can I do this? Am I also just another bum from the his, neighborhood? His struggle in like fucking surviving. His apartment looks like terrifying. There were it's like our neighbors upstairs. It's rough. Yeah, it's rough. And so, and he also has this sweet girl that works at the pet shop that he has a crush on, and has been flirting with like for years. Adrian. And she, Adrian, and she is just like not responding. And he's like, I don't know what else to. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. I come and get this turtle food. Right. I came and bought a turtle and she didn't want to his, his whole his whole uh, gimmick is that he comes up with a joke every day and comes in and tells Adrian the joke. And Which if is it so makes her sweet. laugh, it is. It is. It's a very, very and sweet I, thing. And I have to like step out of this for a second and acknowledge the script that Stallone wrote. Um, I didn't know that Sylvester Stallone wrote this. Yeah, and he tried to sell it to so many studios and so many people turned him down and he finally sold it to the producer, Erwin Winkler, 
And they, of course, did rewrites after that. Mm-hmm. But the, I feel like the heart and soul, the meat and potatoes of what Stallone originally came up with was there. It's yes. so, like, conversational. Yes. And so true to who he is it's and who Rocky as is, fuck. I guess. It's yeah. very sweet. The dialogue is just so, it just sounds so effortless. Yes. I think. It sounds how people talk. Which exactly. is the way, like, that's what movies should be, in and, my opinion. And I feel like you get you get a glimpse into maybe what it was to be... Live in Philadelphia. To live in Philly and, and be at that poor. time. And yeah. I mean, you literally have kids singing doo-wop on the corner. Right. You know, like it's, it was that time. And, right. And these movies that were, in my opinion, the movies that are made in the seventies, I feel like were like a really huge decade for like movies, not, not like dangerous filmmaking, but at the same time, it was like hardcore filmmaking. Cinematic courage. Yeah. You have movies like, again, like Jaws, The Godfather, you yes. have Serpico, you have Dog Day Afternoon, you have... Uh, the French Connection. These, I have these, not seen most of those. Yeah, they, but but these these movies that are so like visceral. Yeah. And there's like kind of there's like people openly smoking pot and like pistols on lunch counters and watered down gray coffee. It was a dangerous. It time. was a dangerous time, and I, and I feel like uh, filmmaking in the seventies was a really incredible time. Yeah. You know, um, and Rocky is is no exception. And back to the plot. So back to the plot. He so it, he accepts and yes. says, "Fine, I'll fight this guy, mm-hmm. even though he's like the best of the best. Like I at least can you know hold my own and prove that I'm not a bum." Right. And so while he does that, basically the rest of the movie is him training. Yeah. Uh, him and Adrian. Adrian falling in love, yep. which was so cute. Him and uh, Mickey finally getting together. Mickey, who's who's the trainer the at his trainer. gym. He kicks Rocky out early in the movie because... Kicks Rocky out of his gym. For six years, he's been training at the gym and has like a locker. And then one day he comes in and his locker has been emptied because the coach is like, you can't live up to your potential. Right. You're selling yourself short, and I don't want you in my yeah. in my boxing club because of that. And again, he's approaching thirty, right? And he's he's at this sort of crossroads where he does get this chance of a lifetime, but he does realize, oh wow, I've wasted a lot of my life. Right. I haven't been living up to my full potential. So right. there's there's like ownership in that. Right. And so basically, there's this kind of standoff between them, and then once the coach realizes and hears that he's been picked to fight Apollo Creed, he kind of comes like like the prodigal son coming back like begging for forgiveness I'm right. sorry I haven't stood by you yeah, exactly. I, which I kind of agreed and disagreed I with I feel like you could see both sides of the argument because yeah. Mickey goes to Rocky and says okay you're going to fight Apollo Creed let me be your manager Right. Let I have me 50 be, years of yes. knowledge that I can give you I help. need to teach you how to fight because you fight like an ape is what he says yeah like you're, just you're messy. flailing you're around strong right. but you're, you're a mess mm-hmm. and I can like we have five weeks and I can get you into shape and Rocky's like well where the fuck were you you know, five years ago, you kicked me out of my own gym and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm 30. My legs are falling apart. Like all this. He's like, where were you 10 right. years ago? You know, when I was getting started, So I like, it was a, it was a really interesting scene. It was like this almost like father son dynamic. Yeah. Of, and then like he kicks him out and, and then, then he, he runs, runs downstairs and, and is like, Hey, says, I'm really sorry. Let's do this. Let's do this. It, which I thought was really sweet in that. That's, that's what relationships are like yeah. sometimes. It's like sometimes you make the mistake and you kick somebody out of your life or you, you or, shut somebody out and then you try to make amends and then they do the same thing to you yeah. to kind of find justice and then you guys somehow or another like find your way back to each other. I have a friend like that yeah. that like I totally shut her out of my life and when I saw her, you know, a couple years later, like we just didn't talk. We were super awkward around each other. And then now that we both live in New York, like she's a wonderful person and we're friends again. Yeah. And it's, yeah, which I, I liked 
that relationships weren't like, I'm the best friend and I'm always here for you. Right. And I'm your mentor. I'm always going to be here for you. It's yeah. like, it was messy. Yeah. Just like friends relationships fight. are. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Friends fight. Friends fight. Friends fight. So they finally get together. They train for five weeks hardcore. You get that montage, the famous montage, the I can fly now. Which, I'm sorry. Can Megan we couldn't take understand. A second? I didn't, you could have been like, gonna get the groceries from the car. So every time they sang Did something, the Megan was like, what did they say? say? <laughs> He's like, I can fly now. Megan's like, I can, f- what? I can, at I the can, car at now? At the car now? <laughs> is saying, I, you, hi, you, Whoever is singing those parts was like about five steps too far away from the microphone <laughs> right. and like had just come here from the dentist. So they're uh, like, I'm pretty sure it won an Oscar for best original. Great. No one can understand anything <laughs> of what they're saying. But I will say and uh, the opening title of the movie like is, is, is really cool. Like it, it says yes. like a John G. Albinson film, I think. And then mm-hmm. it like, you hear that bump, 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 bump. And then, the, the name Rocky just, just slashes across, across the screen. It's yeah. so cool. Like it kind of it kind of amps you up a little bit, yeah. you know. So yeah, so, Rocky does all this training, and, and then, then there's a match, and let's not say what yeah, happens. Yeah, you know, I mean, the movie is forty three years old yeah, at this point, but, but there was you... stuff I didn't know. Oh really? The yeah, like for example, for some reason, I thought Adrian died in the movie. I don't know no. why I thought that, no. but I was like, oh, I thought she died. Because I remember hearing people yelling, like, Adrian, and I thought it was like a Stella type oh, of a thing. Where it was got like, it, got it, got it. she's dying, or I'm so, like, yeah. so I don't know. At the end of this one, and at the end of Rocky Two, he kind of yells for her. Right. So, so now, now I get that. Right. For some reason, I thought she died. No, no. Uh, Did you know how the fight was going to end? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's not true. I, so, okay, we'll just, spoilers. <laughs> I knew that he lost. Okay. But I didn't know that he also won. Got it. I just thought that he lost and like got knocked out and was like, you know what? It's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know what? It's okay. <laughs> I just fight because I'm a good man <laughs> and I got my love to fight for. I thought right. it was something like that. Something, right. Where instead he just basically had said like, really my only goal is to stay up for all 15 rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Which he did. He did. He accomplished that. And even though he didn't win, technically... He still won. He right. stayed up for all 15 rounds, and it was to prove to himself and to everybody else that he wasn't a bum. Right, and to be able to go toe-to-toe with the heavyweight champion of the world and be an amateur boxer. Right. And to be and able like, to deal that kind of damage to Apollo Creed. Give him a run for and his Creed, money. And Creed, at the end of it, he's like, Creed's like, there's not going to be a rematch. And Rocky's like, I don't want one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because we're both really we're fucked both, up. We're both, yeah. Like, We've Apollo been fighting. I think we calculated it like they fought for over an hour. Yeah. Because 15 rounds, I don't think boxing matches go 15 rounds. I think they go 10 or 12 now. Right. If I remember correctly. Maybe they but, used to go for more. Right. But, so that's that's basically the plot yeah. of Rocky. That's how it goes. It's it's like a feel-good movie it's 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 a testament to the the uh, tenacity and the bravery of right. the human spirit. Like and also like being a good person yeah. and a good neighbor. Like he might feel like he's a bum and might live a very rough life, but he's very kind to everybody around yeah. him. Yeah, like he kind of watches out for kids in the neighborhood. He's kind of like the neighborhood big brother, but at the same time, right. people know he kind of works for this this lone shark, and he's right. not like living up to his full potential. Right, he's not the best because he does that, but he's also a very kind soul. He's et cetera, like, it's et a cetera. living, you know. Yeah. Like it, like it helps me buy turtle food for my pet turtles and keeps you know eggs in my fridge that right. I eat. Five oh, times. that was so disgusting! Yeah. I could not believe that. I really hoped that that wasn't actually a thing. Nope. 
And it 100% is. 100%. He cracked five <laughs> eggs into a glass and just drank them. <laughs> so I'm roughly the size of a barge. That's so fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, takeaways, I would say, and again, this is just, you know, if you haven't seen this movie, should you see it? Yes. Yeah. You absolutely should. <laughs> um, I thought when I first was like, oh, should I watch Rocky forever and ago? I thought it was just all about fighting. Kind of the same thing with like Raging Bull. Mm. I thought the whole thing was just going to be about fighting. And I don't really like gore. I don't really like violence. And this was 100% like, I think maybe 20% of it was actually about boxing, like mm. visual boxing. The rest of it was about his life, which I loved. It was so sweet. And... And two, like, the story was well written, the characters were fleshed out, and Adrian and Rocky are just so cute. cute. (laughs) This ice skating rink was so sweet. If you haven't seen this, and you've been wondering, should I bother seeing this? You should. Because it's actually still a part of our cultural zetgeist. Yeah. Like, Creed and Creed Part 2 are birthed out of the story of Rocky. Which, I'm sorry, there's a deeper understanding to it by watching this Absolutely, because of Rocky fighting Apollo Creed. Yep. And there's so many uh, connections to these movies, Mm -hmm. to to both of the Creed films, and Mm -hmm. there's also six Rocky movies in total outside of the Creed films. It's a whole fucking franchise now and and now you kind of get this history and when i've seen both of the creed movies right and you look at old rocky balboa and you're like holy crap like this guy has had the shit beaten out of him right his entire life and has lost so much and been through so much so much and And it is written all over his face but he still walks in like uh, like trying to look for the sunny side of life yeah absolutely like he looks for the brighter side of things which is so a testament to his character but it's 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 characters that you want to watch it's a story that you want to see unfold. Mm. It's a wonderful movie. Yes. I was going to also say, mm. maybe this is more trivia, unless, I'm sorry, do you have something else you want to no, say about I, the I movie? No, I mean, just a, as far as, like, should you watch this movie? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it, it is, it's one of those movies that that's a feel-good, it, it inspires you, it is so, so beautifully written and beautifully shot and beautifully acted. Um, the, the, the dynamics between the characters, even uh, between... Adrian's brother and her, Polly, who's just this drop-down drunk. That was so... It's not... He doesn't start that way. It becomes progressively worse as he watches his friends... I think he's a functioning alcoholic. ...kind of move on without him. Yeah, Yeah. it's so sad. But there's so much love there. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of history. You never really find out, like, why Adrian and Polly are living together as brother and sister. No. Something happened to their parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Stuff like that. So... But... The only only nitpick I have about this movie... ...is that I feel like... Adrian's blossoming yeah happened a little too soon oh interesting I feel like there was a lot of build up to like their first date and everything and then there's kind of a there's kind of a a switch where she loses the glasses she loses the the dorky hat that she wears yes and I feel like yes Rocky helped her sort of shed those things that she was using to cover herself up Uh uh-huh but I don't know if there was a whole, if there was much of an arc to it. It's like one scene you see her 
in her her dorky look and then then literally the next time they're together she's like i am woman you know sort of like pam beasley's uh, transition from like season three uh, to season four right you know we always talk about the office yeah yeah it, um, I, I felt it happened too quickly I, not to say it was a bad i didn't thing. mind it you didn't mind i it? didn't mind i it. didn't mind it terribly either but it happened kind of fast it did but i would say within the cinematic time frame given mm. and yeah, like there's have... like we you know who knows if it was days weeks whatever sure, that were jumped sure. Um, but it, I just felt like they were, they had been in love with each other for so long without actually doing anything about it, that they finally both had enough courage to actually do something about it, that it was just like the floodgates opened. So that's, that's the only justification I can think of if I were to be devil's advocate, but I also see your point. All of a sudden it's like the fab five showed up and said, honey, (laughs) listen, can you believe these glasses? We need to get rid of it. And then Tan comes in and gives her the right clothes. It's Look how good you look! In a sensible French tuck. Oh my god, can yeah. you imagine that? <laughs> and then Karamo comes in and is like, Adrian, like, you actually need to go box because you're fighting for yourself and right. like a whole thing. Adrian fights Apollo Creed Adrian Green fights instead. Apollo Creed instead oh, to fight for god. herself. At any rate. Yes, see this movie. Like, if, if you and haven't, you can, it's I, just... I think you could watch it by yourself. I think so, too. You could watch it with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're like, oh, I don't really... I want to watch this with other people or whatever. Because we say that about movies. It's a good group movie. Mm-hmm. You could watch this by yourself. And we watched it. I don't know if this was, like, a, an NHD version or a restorative version. But, God damn it, I like watching movies that were shot on film. Mm-hmm. You can see, like, like streets in some of the film negative. And, yeah. you know, I, I feel like there was even one... Uh, portion where they were, they were doing sort of a, a, a zoom in on Sly's face uh-huh. and there was like this little jilt. Yeah, there's definitely like little jump cuts. Yeah, and it looks like maybe either that like happened during cuts, editing like, yeah. during editing or maybe that was like a, a bump in the, in, in the film, in the film. Neg- or, or something yeah. like that, but it's it, there's almost this, this like hands-on artistic quality to yeah. watching a movie that was actually shot on film. Right. You know? It, it's not it's, Avatar. It's so different from what we have now with right. everything shot digitally. But, uh, yeah. It's it's a great movie. I great appreciate movie. it. A little bit of trivia. Let's hop yep. into it. And cue trivia music. The scenes where Rocky is jogging through Philly were shot guerrilla style with no permits, no equipment, no extras. They were simply driving around the docks. Like there's that that part where Rocky's driving or running past this ship. Yeah, and just starts sprinting. He literally had Rocky jump out of the van, or Sly, excuse me, jump out of the van, and he's like, "Okay, just start running, and we're just gonna start filming you." Right. And he was just like, "Okay, faster, faster, we have, faster, we have faster." We've both done this. Right. <laughs> we have both done this. Right. We have both done guerrilla oh, filmmaking. Guerrilla filmmaking. First day on Texture Falling, we actually yeah. went into somebody's backyard. And then you went, what was it, the Rose Festival uh, was another oh, time? Oh, yeah, like the, the, the Rose Garden and like the... Uh, the Ferris Wheel? Yeah, the, uh, the Ferris Wheel No one knew you were doing that. No permits. This is how indie films are made, This folks. is how films are made. Sylvester Stallone's dog was in the film, but... He was in the was film. The big, that the was dog, his dog. Yeah, he actually adopts in the movie. Oh, But okay. at the time when Sly was trying to sell the script, he had 106 bucks in his bank account. He had no car. And because he was trying to sell his dog because he couldn't afford to feed it, 
he got in this big argument with Erwin Winkler. He said, I'm not going to sell you the script unless I can star in the movie because he was very protective of it. Uh-huh. And so in order to pull this off, the producers actually had to mortgage their own houses what? to get the funding for the movie because no one knew who Stallone was. They're like, we're not going to put an unknown in this movie unless you guys put up the capital. Wow. And so they did. And of course the movie went on to be this right. massive success. Yeah, they're definitely okay with that choice now. Uh, during uh, Carl Weathers' audition, they did some sparring uh, with him and so Sylvester Stallone. They'd never met before. No, wait. You said that they mortgaged their own movie. You were talking about the dog. Oh. So he sold his dog. Right. After yes. he had so, made enough money. Correct. He sold the dog because he couldn't, couldn't afford, afford to, feed it. to feed it. And then once he sold the script, he was able to go buy his dog back and he put the dog in the movie. I was wondering so, if that was his dog. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't know it was his important. dog. I, oh, okay. I knew that he sold his dog. I just didn't know it was that one. That makes sense. So during Carl, Carl Weathers' audition, he and right. Stallone were sparring with each other and he actually hit Stallone in the face. And Stallone said, whoa, you need to calm down. And Weathers was like, well, if I was working with a real actor instead of a fucking stand-in, maybe <gasps> that wouldn't have happened. And John J. Alvarez was like, no, that's Sylvester Stallone. And based off of that, Weathers got the part. Because that, what? that is something Apollo Creed would say, you know? Yeah, like, but I don't what a mistake. dick. It was a dick thing to say, but Apollo Creed's a dick, you know? I know. I, so- <laughs> I just don't like working it's- with... No. no, no, I can't. This was the '70s. That, don't, all... don't, bl- don't blame it on the decade and make any kind of behavior <laughs> excusable. It's not. <laughs> be a good person. Be kind and work hard. There was a big monologue that was improvised in the movie. Do you? A big monologue that was improvised in the movie. It's a lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. Yeah. I'm going to bet that it was the scene after the the uh, coach. Uh-huh. Mickey. Set, Mickey says like oh I want to train you he's like no get out Correct. and then like that whole thing afterwards is he's going down the stairs and leaving and Correct. Rocky is just yelling in his apartment that's the one he's also like punching his door and yeah like, again it's like really emotional and like he's like where the fuck were you Mickey like I'm falling apart you this know? is this he's is like, one of those things chance. like yeah. in our acting classes that's called a private moment right where you Very would be so. by yourself and that's stuff that you would say and do by yourself <laughs> exactly. like that but that's like that <laughs> yeah. shit's so great that's what people want to see right. um, it was the highest grossing movie of 1976 yes. the scene where he's actually laying in bed with Adrian admitting like his fears like, right. the night before I can't do this they actually wanted to write that scene out of the film because they were way behind schedule uh-huh. and they did it in one take so I'm well really fought for it no pun intended but uh, did it in one take so anyway. that's great yeah just a little few tidbits of trivia there for yeah. you yeah um, and multiple awards I well. have I feel like I should touch on that I also have a bit of trivia. Okay. Because my friend Katie Joe in the mm. office. Yeah. So she said she's from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And she said that they have actually constructed the Rocky Run. Mm-hmm. Now, what they did is they pieced together all these different locations throughout Philadelphia where he ran. None of these places were close by to each other. No, right, they were all they pretty were far away. Just guerrilla style just like, driving let's, around. Let's like, go to the okay, docks. That looks good. <laughs> run there. Like they just pieced together. Right. So what they did is somebody decided to connect the dots between all these different places around Philadelphia mm-hmm. and called it the Rocky Run. It's longer than a marathon. It's like 50 miles. It's something insane. <laughs> so people always try to do it. And, and they, I'm sure people and finish. Die. And then they die. <laughs> Running is the worst. They die. They get up to the top and then they cheer and then they fall down. Won a ton of awards. Uh, Oscar for Best Picture, Best Director for John G. Albertson, Best Film Editing for Richard Halsey. Yes. Uh, Tons. uh, Let's see. Well, Stallone was nominated for an Oscar for Leading Actor. So Uh was Talia Shire for Best uh, Support. No, Best Actress in a Leading Role. 
Burgess Meredith got a, got a nomination for Best Supporting. Yes. So did Burt Young yes. for playing Polly. It was also a nominee for Best Writing. So I think that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah. and it won. I think it won a Golden Globe for Best Picture Drama. So, Great. Again, like tons of accolades about uh, just heaped on this movie. It and it deserves every one of them. Now it's I'm going to take a moment. Yeah. To just really clear the air. This okay. was Oh, this was it. All right. This you is ready for some bullshit? Okay. So Okay. So as we're I didn't taking even a break to during say anything. Ex- excuse me, I'm talking. Oh as we're ta- <laughs> as we're taking a break for like me to go to the bathroom or to like feed the cat or some shit like that. I'm like, what do you think so far? Megan's like, I love it. And I'm like, oh yeah, what do you love it? She's like, it's barely about boxing at all. And I'm like Okay, so your argument for hating the Karate Kid was that there wasn't enough karate in it. And now you're like, oh, this movie is barely any boxing. I love it. It's Because you were like, you even said you didn't like the Karate Kid because in the title it says the Karate Kid and there wasn't enough karate in it. (laughs) Right. Directed by the same guy. Right. Directed by John G. Albinson. Right. The Karate Kid is Rocky. No. But with a teenager. No. And a Chinese guy. If it said the boxing Rocky, then maybe I would have umbrage with that because there's... (laughs) But it was just Rocky. It's about Rocky. Yes. The Karate Kid. Yes. Karate. That's the main thing. There Uh needs to be more karate. That Uh should be centric of the story. Okay. Also, too, Mm -hmm. let me clarify Mm -hmm. as well that there was... In the timeline for Karate Kid, he was given a month and some change to get ready for a karate competition, and he fucking put everyone on the ground. That is not a thing. You could not do that logistically by waxing fucking cars and what like whitewashing fences. And also, Mr. Miyagi is a superintendent. What is going wrong at the apartment complexes while he's watching some teen clean up his house he doesn't he does he too. Le- he tells daniel to like go wax these cars i'm gonna go fishing or, he's go, going fishing. or go paint the fence he's not taking care of his he responsibility did, he go fishing every oh time. my god <laughs> it just rocky was given five weeks for this fight of disbelief was not something i was i was not on board so daniel larusso can't have five weeks for a karate tournament but rocky can have five weeks to get ready for a yes boxing match. because rocky is a grown-ass man and he'd been boxing for a while he had been boxing for a while this kid had never done karate okay cobra kai was all about offense miyagi taught him Defense. It doesn't matter. That is the matter. first rule of Miyagi Dojo. Karate must be used for, only for defense. Ever. Rule for number two. Ever we go will back to take rule number this one. Down to our graves, you along are with legend. So full of shit. <laughs> Your eyes are so brown. You are so full of shit. This is preposterous. I was going to ask you to talk about the Star Wars trailer, but I think we'll just end it on that. Oh, I can talk about the Star no, Wars No, I know trailer. you were furious about that as well. And we'll get back to that. So yes. the, the trailer for the new Star Wars movie came out. Now I have some things ben to say. Ben has some thoughts. Because the first so, episode of our podcast was about how was pissed about, we both we, were Yeah, about The Last, the Last Jedi. Jedi so. Yeah, it's going to be... We, we eventually It's essentially talk about a trailer that. where you can see them trying to erase The Last right. Jedi. Right. They're pulling a... Who is a that? Brian Singer They're, in Days yes. of Future Past. Right. So... Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. To suffice it to say, I thought of the two different things that he directed, I liked Rocky. I didn't like Karate Kid. I don't see why. They're the same movie. We will fight about this for forever. <laughs> the same movie. You and I are same going plot. to be in diapers. Cobra Kai and, and Apollo Creed are fighting about the same, this. The we same will thing. be walking down the boardwalk, holding hands and yelling at each other about th- Rocky Balboa and fucking <laughs> Ralph Macchio. <laughs> Uh, at any rate 
This is a wonderful movie. Yes, See it. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know what we're watching next. I don't know what we're watching next either. I feel like we have a list of movies. We'll rock the boat as usual. Yes. Um, thank you guys for listening. Please share. Yeah, please share. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Download us wherever you get your podcasts. Where, where can they get us? Spotify? Gosh, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Anchor. iTunes. iTunes. We also, like, if you just don't subscribe to podcasts and don't want to do it on your phone, you can also just listen to us at anchor.fm backslash so I married a cinephile. We also have a website. A new website. So I married a cinephile.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. On Twitter, it's Simac Podcast. S I M A C Podcast. I think that's everything. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we will be back uh, probably next week. And uh, we'll rock at the boat in the meantime. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.